So we're just waiting on Nuke, as per usual. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and he arrived. Oh, he did. He popped in. He just said, play just, that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was funny. You he summoned went. him. <laughs> That's all it takes. Black right, was playing a sound effect. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to play the tech. Nice. <laughs> the second I played it, you joined. Sweet. Uncanny. Here I All thought. Right, let me let me go piss and fill up my water bucket, and um, I'll be back in just a minute. <laughs> oh, just when I thought we were going to start on time. I know. I was excited. I was like, oh. I know. I was like, that's right on the money. We're going to start right on the money. Not today. So out of my own editing sanity... Is there a way you can mute when you type? <laughs> yeah, I can do that. <laughs> Thank you. You have no idea how long it takes. <laughs> now, what I'll do, I'll, I'll unmute when I plan to speak. Right. And otherwise, keep it muted. So that's Appreciate how you it. No worries. Yours is easier because you don't really make a bunch of noises other than typing. <laughs> I have... I've come to learn the visual sounds that everyone makes and I can usually find them without playing the entire podcast to edit it. You'll know like you'll know like what that's what that sound is based upon like it's Yeah, absolutely. I know where all my ums are. Terrible um right there and I'll go right to it and cut it out. And I know where Nuke's coughs are. Yeah, I know where your typing is because the typing shows up as like a bunch of really small right. clips. <laughs> uh, oh, I go up, there's the typing. <laughs> and then for Todd, it's mostly just mumbling. <laughs> Don't forget the clicking because he's, yeah. he's playing on his Xbox controller. Yeah, he has the goddamn controllers clicking. <laughs> All right, shit heels, I'm back. <laughs> oh, welcome back, B. All right, let's get started. All right. Do it. Uh, all right. Well, well we got to start with uh, three, two, one. Fucking thing. <laughs> Do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. Do it live. I can. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Over thirty clouds. Over thirty clouds. Over thirty clouds. Fuck yeah. Looking into deep end, your face will fucking day. Welcome back to another edition of 30 and 60, No 30 Fan Podcasts, episode 41. Today's date's July 13th, 2019. I am your host, Black Death. Accompanying me tonight, we have Nuclear Coog. Yep. Trey. Yo, yo. And Nubs. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Is that the Professor Fring from The Simpsons? Just a dirty group of people. <laughs> 
We are the Over 30 Clan. You can find us at over30clan.com. Um, you can also find us at Twitch TV slash Over 30 Clan USA on Twitter and Facebook at Over 30 Clan USA. And you can find this podcast by searching SoundCloud or iTunes for 30 and 60 or searching for Over 30 Clan. Today's topics is mostly shit posting because we not a whole lot goes on in July for video game news after no. E3. Uh, yep. So it's mostly shit posting, but uh, we'll probably be done in a good time. We won't be talking to everyone's ears off for too long. Famous last words. <laughs> <laughs> never say never. <laughs> yeah, there was the one time we said that and we had a three hour podcast. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> So um, I don't have the FNG breakdown. I didn't manage to get that done, which, by the way, this podcast, normally I have the notes done days in advance, usually like the beginning of the week uh, that, with, that we're about to start the podcast, like that Monday or Tuesday when we're about to do it on Friday or Saturday. I finished like an hour ago this time. <laughs> so, so basically code word for we're just fucking winging it, people. <laughs> yeah. that was just really uh, I say yeah. we BD's just wing it I always <laughs> wing it uh, he's my wingman exactly yep. together you make a full bird exactly <laughs> why whole ass anything when you can half ass it nuke is like um, foghorn leghorn <laughs> I'll say I'll say <laughs> So I digress. I didn't get the breakdown, but I did get the financial report. <clears throat> Not much has changed. PayPal 893.26 in the bank 536.05, total of 1429.31. Uh, we paid one bill in June to Bluehost to renew our SSL certificate for the website. June giveaways. We had GKev, Nubs, and Tnitty win random games from our prize pool. It was random, not rigged. <laughs> I believe. I feel like those were the same ones we announced last podcast. Uh, it was because it was. What? Did we do the drawing right then? Uh, we did. Yeah, we did it the day of the yeah, podcast. Yeah, and see what I did this time, last minute, of course, was set up another giveaway quickly. And I thought we were going live at 11, I think. So I have to double check in giveaways. Where's the giveaways channel? Four it's minutes. <laughs> oh, it does end in four minutes. Okay, I got it right then. So we'll find out okay. our giveaway winners here in four minutes. Uh, in the meantime, I'll read your steals and deals news. Your games with uh, games with gold for July and Xbox. You get uh, Inside, the Big Crown Showdown, Rivals of Ether, Ether, and Castlevania Symphony of the Night. The Castlevania one, you will want to hurry up because that one is only through the fifteenth of July. Uh, the rest run the whole month, and that Rivals of Ether is, oh, I'm sorry, Rivals of Ether also, only July 15th. So the Castlevania one and the Rivals one, you'll have to hurry up. The rest you get until the end of the month. And the odd thing is, <clears throat> these used to run straight first to the 30th or 31st, whenever the month ends. Now they're almost split up. And how we do the podcast. It's like mid-month to mid-month. <laughs> so um, I guess it makes it a little bit easier. 
Your Xbox Live Gold uh, prices are still inflated due to the recent announcement at E3 with their promotion, granting folks an upgrade for their unlimited plan for just a dollar. Um, your average price for 12 months of gold is $54.99 right now at cdkeys.com. Um, who we are affiliated with, by the way. So if you are in our Discord server, make sure to check the Steals and Deals channel and check the pin messages for all of our affiliate links. Um, for PlayStation Plus uh, games free, I wrote May. This is July. Detroit Become Human, which I thought was a really good pick. Probably one yeah, of the better ones game. that PlayStation's had this year for Games with Plus. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Horizon Chase Turbo, which reminded me of that old arcade driving game where you used to drive the f40 ferrari and you had the girl and if you crashed you flew out of the car does anybody remember that oh yeah yeah yeah, i, I do yeah no i thought i was gonna have to play the cricket soundbite there for a second <laughs> <laughs> um your ps plus 12 month subscription you can get for 42 dollars 19 cents at cdkeys.com right now so a little better deal on that versus the xbox gold um, and again, just check our Steals and Deals channel on our Discord server for those. Uh, PC sales, I only saw two worth mentioning, vaguely mentioning, and that was uh, Rocket League for $9.99 on Steam and then Planetary Annihilation Titans for $10. Um, no other titles stood out. There were titles previously that were on sale that are done with now already. With the Steam Summer Sale over? It is, right? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, those came and gone before we got to this podcast. But did anyone here happen to pick up anything good on the Steam Summer Sale? It yep. was somewhat lackluster, and I think I think we talked about this. Um, I think maybe not on the podcast, but aside of it, just like how Nuke has some, uh, some saying that like it's just been been getting worse and worse every year, right? Nuke, it's <clears throat> it's gone way downhill since um since again the best thing about the Steam sales were always the flash sales. The regular stuff that was on sale, you know, you get the standard, you know, 20, 30% off, you know, maybe, maybe 40% off for a year old game. But the thing that really drove at least me to really pay attention was that every once, I mean, they'd had those flash sales every, every few hours throughout the day and every day. And so you would have to be constantly be paying attention. You could find, find deals for like 80% off for, you know, a game would be 80% off for like three hours. And so, you know, they had websites dedicated to tracking Steam sales to tell you what flashes were up. Um, but without those things, it's just a, it's just an average sale because they'll do it. They'll do it during the summer. They'll do it during the winter. And it's the exact same discounts in the exact same games. Yeah, this is the first year in, I'd say, three years I've not bought anything on the Steam summer sale. Um, I think two years ago, Nuke, you and I spoke about this. I, I ended up buying like 15 games that, like two years ago, uh, but there was n- absolutely nothing that stood out to me that I didn't already have. I mean, there were a couple of good deals that we mentioned in Steals and Deals, and um, like Wreckfest was on sale again for like half off, um, but nothing that I bought personally. Yeah, I mean, it was. It, I loved it back then because you could find you could find some smaller independent games that would be on sale for like less than ten dollars. Um, it's like, okay, yeah, sure, I'll try. I'll try that. But now it's like, yeah, yeah I, I'll get the I'll get the exact same price in in December when it, when the winter sale comes up. Yeah, the, oh, the, the only stuff I picked up was ports. Like I picked up um, uh, 
Yakuza Zero, uh, which is a port from PlayStation. And then Sleeping Dodge was like two bucks for the Ultimate Edition. I picked that up for like for two bucks. So oh, yeah, you need, to, you need to play that game. Yeah, yeah Sleeping Dogs for two dollars is a no brainer. Yep, I think I've bought it like three times. I bought it on. <laughs> I bought it back back when it was released on PlayStation. Then I bought it on Xbox 360, and then I bought it twice on PC. Yeah, since I'm a such I a bought the fan. regular edition and the definitive edition. <laughs> since I'm a big fan of the Yakuza games, yeah, this was an easy decision. So. I should point out, um, I failed to put it in the notes, but I just remembered um, Ubisoft had a deal. I got an email the other day for Assassin's Creed um, Odyssey. Is that the latest one? Yep. Yeah, it was, I think, half off or 60% off. For gold? That's to Ubisoft Direct. So, and Mary, you didn't pick anything up? I actually did not. Just nothing really piqued my interest. Mm -hmm. Kind of like... Eh. I, know I know you've been watching and waiting for um, Odyssey to come out, and that was on the Steam sale, but yeah. still not at a price. I mean, you've got, I think, got a better deal direct from Ubisoft uh, on it. Yeah, before. I got the I got the gold edition for thirty five bucks. Yeah. yeah, so I figured that's what I would do. To wait for. I think that's about the the price it is now. Yep, I think so. I think yeah. I I use the uh, I use the affiliate link of the uh, fanatical affiliate link. Is that it? Yep, fanatical. Yeah, it was on. It was on sale through there and through Ubisoft. <clears throat> nice. So thank you, thank you, affiliate. Yes, I got to thank my, yeah. our community that I'm actually starting to see some dollars roll in to, from those affiliate links. So thank you guys. I'm glad that we can uh, provide some deals for people and still make a little bit. It helps with the giveaways and stuff like that. I wonder if part of the lull too is just that. Well, one. Some, I mean, this is something we've talked about previously too, but like, there's no releases in the summer. So, not like game hype after E3 is pretty dead as everyone's waiting for the E3 games to come out. Um, and then with how down E3 was this year, since everyone's sort of waiting for the next gen consoles and is launching subscription plans, like, I just feel like we're just in a holding pattern right now. Yeah. When, and for those who are, are fairly new, um, within the last year or two. I mean, it's honestly, it's every summer is like this. I mean, as soon as E3's over with, it's just a lull until uh, Gamescom. And I guess PAX East is in end of August, September. Yeah. And I think Gamescom's at the end of August. So nothing yeah. really picks up until then. Usually what kicks everything off in the past is Call of Duty would do their... Um, do their multiplayer announcement like in late July. And that would kind of kick off the hype cycle. And then you had Gamescom follow up and then PAX. Um, and then you have the early releases in the fall that start dropping in early September. And, and, and the football season starts and then I don't care about anything. Else. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. I know, I know I get a rap for always discussing market strategy on these things, but it's just, it doesn't, I think there's like an inefficiency here. Like, it's always been this way where I guess, you know, developers just want to are thinking, you know, people are not playing video games in the summer because because everyone's outside enjoying themselves and kids are away at camp, blah, blah, blah. But I, I feel like that's a ripe market for kids at home, mm-hmm. um, home from uh, home for the summer. Um, there's not much going on in terms of the industry. Like I would I would launch something at this stage. It's not like <laughs> like, like gamers go outside. You get it right. <laughs> like, 
We we only go outside if there's a Mountain Dew truck passing by. (laughs) (laughs) That meet the keto delivery dude at the door. But yeah, no. So, and part of it's financial too, because people want to bump their fourth quarter numbers. But I don't know. There's just a huge. Someone could make a killing if they launch a a strong hyped title. I think it's. I think if if I was if I was a smaller indie developer, that I would really look at. Yeah, I would really look at. this time two weeks two weeks after e3 would be my target because you get a lot of people hyped about games and then you go into that lull and you can buy it and plus look at the way look at the way that the games are marketed today it's through it's through um through twitch yeah so what you do is you get a decent game that you know you drip feed from the beginning of the year um and then you you know maybe have a, an E3 presentation or at least like a small mention on the PC gaming show or something like that. Um, and then you launch it. And whenever you launch it, you've already paid off your streamers. Um, they're playing it. They either like it or they don't. Hopefully they do like it. And then when then when new games start to release at the end of summer, that's when you have a nice little discount. You throw out like a 20% off right, um, to get more players. And then you're looking at dropping DLC and expansion in November, right for the holiday rush. Yeah. That's what I would do. You know what? That's actually something that we should probably start including in the podcast is like, what was the previous month's like most popular streamed games or the, or the fastest growing games in terms of streaming? I think that would be interesting to see. And I don't pay, I don't pay attention to streaming as a measure of game success because it's mostly bought and paid for. Yeah, true. Yeah, but to me, that's 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 what I'm measuring is who's who's buying and paying for it. Well, the thing is, is the stream numbers aren't going to tell you who's playing games. They're going to tell you specific individuals who are playing games that have a big audience. Um, like you'll see Borderlands pop up, or you'll see, uh, you know, whoever. If Shroud picks up a game, all of a sudden it moves to the top of the queue. Mm-hmm. I noticed um, that Minecraft you can, kind of become. You can, a- you can as a, as a company, you can make your game look popular if you pay, you know, five different streamers, you know, fifty thousand dollars. Yep. And then all of a sudden, for the time that they're playing your game, you're in the top three. Mm-hmm. Because those people will bring, you know, five streamers can bring, you know, 100,000 people. Plus, because they're popular and getting views, other gamers that are streaming are going to want to play that game to also gain popularity via that. So, And then, you know, three weeks later, all of a sudden, it drops to, like, number 50, and you've got to scroll down three times through the page to find it. Yep. Um, and everybody will say, oh, this game's dead. Look, you can't find it on Twitch first front page. Well, actually, no, the game's not dead. It's selling well. It's got a number of people playing it still. They just don't have the big Twitch numbers. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, Twitch might influence sales, but Twitch views don't pay any bills except for the people actually streaming. True. So how many people um, are streaming? Um, He's not. Star- Starbound? <laughs> is that what the name of the game was? That people were... Messing with the Steam, uh, the oh, what is that stupid thing? I posted about it where you, where you can get the points and for the achievements, and then use the points to level up your account or get discounts. And there was a basically a glitch. So one of the achievements was drink a soda in Starbound, and so somebody created a mod in Starbound 
to that one soda costs one dirt to craft and then people were going in there and crafting thousands of sodas and getting this experience for it and, and then cashing in the experience for uh, levels in steam getting more discounts with the summer sales yeah. if only there were games that I wanted to buy during the summer sales to make me want to do that <laughs> I know right? <laughs> So we got our giveaway winners. Um, there were Vinny Two Times, Pepper, and Pono. And while you guys were chit-chatting, I ran the Game Picker Ninja, and Pepper won. Well, I ran the three names to see who got first. So Pepper was drawn first, then Pono, and then Vinny. And, and Pepper walks away with City, City Skylines plus the After Dark DLC. Ooh. It's a copy of Observer, and Vinny won a copy of Starpoint Gemini Warlords. Hackers! So, congratulations, you guys. I will be reaching out to you with the CD keys probably later this evening or tomorrow. Finally, I guess we should go into the clan events and announcements. We got uh, quite a segue there on our Steam Summer Sale topic. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, our Forza 7 Racing League has begun. Our first race was last night. Uh, be sure to check that out uh, live racing during our live streams at Twitch TV slash Over 30 Clan USA. Um, races are typically Friday nights. Qualifying starts at 10:45 Eastern uh, PM, and actual race starts at 11 Eastern PM. Uh, updates for the website: the website design is done. It's, what? The design is done. <laughs> So now um, I'm just spending time basically filling in all of the things I need to fill in, the writings of stuff. But it's going to be much more sleeker. It's going to work on mobile. It's really going to be the table of contents for the Over 30 clan. So the events calendar is integrated. The Twitch channel stream is integrated, so there is no excuse not to know what's happening in the Over 30 Clan once the new website launches. Um, Again, to reiterate, the focus is going to be more with Discord. We beta tested and revamped the application system completely. Uh, We're going to try and phase out the forum. Uh, I'll probably keep it around just for information's sake. It's going to be read-only, though. And eventually, I would expect it to finally disappear. But the new application process um, is dependent on Discord. I think Discord is the right direction to go. It's the easiest way for console and PC players alike to be able to... It basically replaces the forum, and it's free. So it's a no-brainer, really. And it has way more features and options, and it's much more friendly on mobile so discord is uh, the direction we're going um also uh, the new website will include automatic feeds uh from content from our blog uh so it's just a lot less maintenance for me <laughs> so basically we'll have these streams of data out there for the blog and the stream and the events and they just automatically get fed into the website i don't have to update it manually so and i have to give a huge shout out to to mary's brother who hooked us up with uh, that design so um thank you very much mm-hmm. yep yep definitely sleek definitely feels like we're out of the 90s yeah. <laughs> 
there's a sneak peek but it's in the admin channel so you guys haven't seen it but um like i said i i don't think there's anything else i need to do as far as the design goes i just need to update all the changes so it'll be a much a huge sigh of relief to finally get that <laughs> going and the application <laughs> process which will be so much smoother Yes, the application process will be smooth. I guess we need to iron out some of that a little bit because we need to create our waiting room. Ah, yes, purgatory. <laughs> so I guess to refresh very briefly, so the new process, right out big, huge in the open, although Trey missed it, there's a big join button when they click that. <laughs> to the Google form, the, the application is now through Google forms. There's a webhook integrated with Google Forms, thanks to our buddy Max, who I found on the Discord API server. He helped us out with getting all that configured. So when they fill out the Google Form, that gets pushed through a webhook to our Discord server, and it's all formatted all nice and pretty. We see when it comes in. At that point, new applicants will be told, okay, your next step is to go to this Discord server, which will be what we're calling our purgatory or waiting room server. And so that's just where that's where they sit so that we can get in contact with them for the next steps. And if they're not in there, then guess what? You're not in here. <laughs> <laughs> so it's all based on dependencies of Discord. Um, so then that application will come through. Everyone will see it real time when it gets pushed. And then we just give a thumbs up, thumbs down emojis um, on, for your votes. So I, I expect a lot more voting in the future because it's going to be very simple, even for mobile users. Just a tap, tap, tap a -roo is all you got to do. <laughs> uh, and then whether it's uh, a denial or an approval or if it's missing information, then basically one of the admins or mods will contact that person on the purgatory server and say hey it's rejected for this reason there are no more processing incomplete applications either all the information's there or it's circular file and then um thanks with help from mathoid and trey with the data we get from the google form it'll make it very easy for us to run reports and see you know what's our demographic like what age range did we see the most growth from in these months or years etc so it's it's really setting us up uh for the future i think yeah. like what plot how how people are finding out about us what's um where we're getting our most engagements basically the stuff i do for a living so it's really good yep absolutely i got a good group of people here They're, everyone seems to be pulling their weight but nuke but hey you know i guess he's just comic relief <laughs> <laughs> hey I'm not, i haven't been asked to do anything so <laughs> just okay, stay, well, you, you gotta learn dude if you stay quiet people kind of forget you're there he's really good at this because it never dawned on me that i never asked him to do anything <laughs> Damn it, I gave myself up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shoot. <Lies>, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so those are the changes. Hopefully in the next... I've been absolutely slammed with work right now, so um, I'm hoping... Is this July? Uh, I'm hoping in August, maybe, but honestly, probably closer to September for the the website cut over so definitely this year <laughs> <laughs> uh we're gonna skip blackmail box for this 
podcast just because I did not have time to edit out uh, clips and I wanted to keep this one relatively short. And uh, we just have uh, shit post talking points that we'll go through and uh, some will probably spark a lot of sidebar conversations. We'll see. Uh, let's, talk about, let's talk about Prime Days. So Prime Days is our first one. Uh, it, Prime Days is almost here. It uh, starts... Uh, it's called the Black Friday in July, aka everything everywhere is on sale. It begins Monday, July fifteenth at midnight Pacific, three a.m. Eastern. Uh, some of the device deals that they've already leaked, and which of course are Amazon related, that they want people to le- know are leaked. Uh, Amazon Fire TV sticks are fifteen dollars. Fire tablets thirty dollars, which blew my mind. Uh, Eighty-five dollars for the Kindle uh, Paperwhite. Uh, so, did paper uh, yeah, paper white. <laughs> I actually, I, I love my paper white. Um, it's it, it was, uh, but it's one of those things where, like, I always think I'm gonna read more than I actually end up reading, so it ends up just have, running out of battery because I haven't touched it in like three months. Mm. <laughs> it's nice for the beach. That I can see is it, yeah, plus that, don't have to worry about bringing too many things to get sand in it and that type of thing. The tablets are always like, Ooh, you know, Oh, 30 bucks. Wow. That's crazy. But they're like eight, like eight gigabyte tablet tablets. Like this it's, but you can always, I guess, put memory cards in them, but I don't mm-hmm. know. It's, it's, I guess at this point, if you don't have a tablet, go get it. But I don't think there's um, any- both my parents, I, we got them uh, for a fire tablet and they love it. Cause oh, they can, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we don't go to the beach, you know, hard to keep. <laughs> for her way <laughs> but uh yeah they uh both of them love to read the news and read books and walk tubing things off the fire uh fire they like tapping on screens yep yep pushing the buttons <laughs> then going you fix this Asking for me your children so, how to use this thing why, why, <laughs> they call why, it tech support why is the yeah the tech support aka me yeah, yeah. why is my mail not working <laughs> it's the joy you guys got anything you're keeping your eyes on for Prime Days? Uh, no, nothing in particular. Like, I feel see kind if I can of get like, like a hundred pack of underwear. <laughs> <laughs> so three years worth is what you're saying. <laughs> my my dream is to is to have an unlimited supply of underwear and socks and just wear them once, throw them away. That's very luxurious. <laughs> Lifestyles of rich <laughs> and famous. Exactly. <laughs> it's my only dream. I know I've made it when I get that. <laughs> There's a pods delivery in your driveway full of Hanes underwear. Can you explain? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, Mr. Duke, your uh, drawers are delivered, sir. I'm <laughs> 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 I'm hoping maybe they'll have some microphone deals on sale so we can uh, get even a little more professional with the podcast. We'll see. Yeah, that's that's definitely one that I'm looking for right there. See if I can get a uh, decent mic. Nothing, Trey, you said? No. I mean, I've, ever since upgrading the rig, like, I just, I keep on thinking of what I can blow money on, but I don't, I can't find anything anymore. <laughs> if you go to the meth. Oh, that's, those are work expenses, Nick. Come on. True. You buy this great PC and then you get busy with a new job and can't play anything. Yeah, exactly. 
And I also paralyzed, like, like I'm paralyzed with too many games right now because I got like the Game Pass and all these other things. And I'm, often I'm just like staring at my computer, being like, "What am I going to play?" Yeah. Then you look at the map. It's like, oh, got all those icons. Yeah, there's <laughs> too much stuff to do, and like, and I end up watching Oprah like play awful games for like t- three hours. <laughs> Minion masters, but you can play the little character on the sidelines, so it's great. Throw cheese onto the playing field. <laughs> yeah, Mary and I were having a really good time with that. We were throwing beers and cheese. And <laughs> we were changing the colors of our outfits. It was a good time. It was. Yep. <laughs> I tell you, it, it's a, it is a niche. I'm telling you, it, mm. it, I don't watch streams very. I, I can't really say I've watched, but other than some of our own people, it's not something that I regularly do. But I will tell you without a shadow of a doubt, this is like the new thing with the with the integrations that game has with twitch it, yep. it impressed me i mean i was playing with it for a while even oprah was surprised that i was impressed <laughs> but it was fun to fuck around and you know throw the cheese and do whatever it's kind of like an interactive i don't want to say game but interactive movie you know because you're watching this thing that you don't normally have interaction with direct interaction and then uh they implement it into the game it's It's a fun little distraction and makes you feel like you're interacting with the person that's playing the game so i wonder how much how many more games will do that in the future kind of uh get people to interact i mean we can create a whole conversation on this another day but Mm -hmm. what, what twitch has done to the industry i know it's not necessarily for us but just in general man it's um yeah it's crazy and now, like the, the, integrating now, this the ability to buy, like so, Twitch is doing something. Going back to our topic on Prime Days, where they're doing basically like a home shopping network of Twitch channels, where you know how content creators talk about these products, and you can click directly on the screen to purchase the product that they're talking about, mm-hmm. and just integrate it fully. Like it's it's the smartest marketing and sales tactic that I, I've seen, and this is such this is how people buy Minority shit. Report. It feels yeah, so much exactly. like, like it's like yeah the the modern day version of or you know more more futuristic version of uh, the home shopping channel where you don't even have to call you just click the button and there yep. it is I yep. found it honestly I found it annoying because I didn't want to buy any of the shit that they were selling I was just trying to listen to the stream when they were talking about some other stuff but it, one, it was but now they're flat out selling like they said it's called Twitch sells out and it's yep. guys just talking about the product and. Mm-hmm. I mean, at least they're like, honest about it, finally, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Excuse me while I drink this totally not sponsored Coca-Cola right yeah. in front of you all. When are they going to start auctioning thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> that's, in that's the future, the phone won't have numbers. It'll just have like, <laughs> channels where you want to go to buy stuff. <laughs> Direct lines. Beep. Man. <laughs> UBC. <laughs> But, um, but otherwise, you know, I'll, I'll see what's what's available on Prime. Um, we just bought a new like fancy vacuum. Maybe I should have waited for Prime Days to see what they did there. But I don't know. It's I don't I've no, I don't think I've ever bought anything like really gamer related on Prime Days. It's mainly just like some electronics, but mainly like just they sell stuff. weird shit that I don't really need. Yeah, like, yeah. Exactly. Pots. Yeah. I'll buy like a I'll buy like a fan or a, a lamp or something. Yep. Just something that I normally wouldn't buy, but it's like, hey, sweet, this is six bucks. Yep. I mean, it's like, oh, it's normally $35 and it's six dollars. Okay, I'll get it. <laughs> yeah, I, I have a need. That's for that. what they get you. You know, I definitely it's need that. that. You would never buy even regularly, but I was like, oh, wow, it's so much on sale. I have to get it. Yeah. 
Uh, Who buys a lamp, gets a gift wrapped, and puts a message, I love lamp. (laughs) 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 So is it a fishnet leg stocking lamp? (laughs) That's a prize. (laughs) That's a major award, sir. (laughs) We should get one. We should make it a giveaway. Oh, we can make for the next Secret Santa, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) One of you lucky Santa people will receive (laughs) the trophy. (laughs) So in other news, Congress plays video games. Uh, Last Wednesday, the ESA, the Entertainment Software Association, hosted a Rocket League tournament in Congress, pitting members against each other in 2v2 matches. EVA paired up uh, with... Congress's future forum caucus to teach members about esports and gaming communities. The whole slate of members uh, picked up the game and faced off head to head, teaming up with staff members. Two hour event was live streamed on Twitch, even though I never heard anything about it until I saw this article. (laughs) And I did have to, uh, it glaringly spoke out to me that every representative they listed was a Democrat and that was playing for some reason. From New York, Florida, California, Texas, and uh, or two from California. Uh, the event included everything from professional commentary to post-game interviews. Uh, and, of course, it included minor trollage that happened where people in the live stream kept yelling, someone tell them the boost key, please. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Watching congressmen play Rocket League without knowing any of the controls. Any of the controls. Brilliant. That's not, that's not Brilliant. Happen. So did which one murdered the other one? They all believe that that video games make you kill people. I mean, yeah, there you go. I don't know. It it looks so weird having them all sit there in suits, like not know how to use the controller or keyboard. Yeah, Mary did her homework and and she watched the clip, read the notes, and watched it. That'd be be like watching um, the pastor rap meme videos. It's pretty entertaining. <laughs> I mean, I would, I would do a double take if I saw it on C-SPAN, but then again, I'd be watching C-SPAN and I'd be questioning my life, so. Yeah, like. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, it's over, yeah. Go ahead and take me out and old yell at me. <laughs> I should also point, point out that the ESA lobbies on behalf of the game industry, and generally this event was about building up goodwill, air quotes, with the Congress. While there's no imminent threat from Congress that it would harm esports, there is, however, legislation targeting the sale of loot boxes to minors and other internet regulations that could affect game companies. Uh, events like these, uh, that, or I'm sorry, events like these that include alcohol and food put lobbyists, members face to face to talk policy. So I am sure that there was. Uh, a reasoning behind it and we'll oh absolutely oh yeah they'd be stupid not to i i have to laugh at, at the one quote um that someone thought that they were so in touch with their constituents about gaming <laughs> it says in a post-game interview a member voiced support and interest for the gaming community although it, it was a little misplaced uh you know i don't have the per- they didn't list the source and who who said this but this was one of the congress people uh we have game stops all throughout the district oh it says right there vc vc i'm sorry i would like i would say that gamestop is actually extremely popular in various neighborhoods that are represented in my district and gaming is a really big deal 
So I'm not sure <laughs> the presence. That's like saying there's a lot of little Caesars around. So <laughs> the big thing. There's a lot of there's like a lot of Italians and they love pizza around here. <laughs> no, it's a me it's a me Mario the, the weird thing is I feel like GameStop's come up so often on our podcast lately but like it's true though they keep popping up like I thought they would go the way of Blockbuster yeah and, because, because they were the way of Blockbuster and, and yeah, so and they, now they're they pivoted big time on, yeah. to, they to refuse to die they do yeah. it's the it, phoenix it, rising from the ashes <laughs> <laughs> it makes the most sense. It was the perfect pivot, if you ask me, because yeah. they were dying. That model is dying. They don't set. They don't have sales. So why would you ever buy anything there right. when you get it cheaper everywhere else? Yep. Amazon, Target, Walmart, anywhere. And esports is big. Streaming's yep. big. Professional gaming's big. And they pivoted straight to that. I mean, so much so they built that headquarters. We talked about it last podcast. Yep. Check out episode forty. Uh, they built this huge. Esports training ground and training reality. Yeah, partnered with the Dallas Cowboys. You see the colleges offering grants to esports players, so it's obviously something that is going to be because it brings money, money, yes, and attention, yes. So, but I have to, I have to wonder if that happens. So they're they're offering uh, scholarships or grants, and I'm waiting for like sports. Uh, people that are ever in sports to start complaining that you know if the esports pays more than you know physical sports players <laughs> in terms of grants. Nerds against jocks. Oh my gosh! No, that's, not the way, that's, not, that's not the way to. That's not the way to do it. What they what they got to do is they give they got to give partial scholarships and then they can qualify for grants because if you give them partial scholarships, that gives them incentive to go and then they can take out another twenty thousand dollar loan each year. Mm. And say, hey, look, I got a, I'm a scholarship athlete. I play video <laughs> games. But, see, they, but then they're still making money because they're going to get those, they're going to get that loan money. Mm. Can those kids that in school like, trying out for a professional team? And, you know, but the, the, the <laughs> question is like, what's your KD? You know? <laughs> <laughs> My KD doesn't matter. I play support. <laughs> I'm a support player, sir. Yeah. What's the only reason Reinhardt should die in Overwatch? <laughs> Dead teammates, that's what. Oh, shoot. Oh, my gosh. Times are a-changing. For real. In other news, Amazon announced the, an MMO, an in-house MMO that they're working on. Amazon Game Studios uh, announced their latest project, a Lord of Rings MMO that they are developing in partnership with Layu. Is that how you pronounce that? Uh, it's planned to be a free-to-play title on both PC and console. The title was actually announced last year by Layu, uh, or a Layu-owned company, at Athlon Games. And at that time, Athlon said that they were working on with an unnamed partner developer, which now we realize is Amazon, and or Amazon Game Studios, I'm sorry. And according to Athlon's announcements last fall, the new MMO was set in a time long before the events of Lord of the Rings, exploring lands, people, and creatures never seen before by fans of the Tolkien universe. Tolkien. Tolkien. I didn't trigger her. I did. Stop me at the bit. It sounds like what they're going to be doing is going into like the Silmarillion. 
Come on, black that shit, right? Get it right, sir. That's bullshit. You gotta, you gotta know how to pronounce it. Just seed the floor, boys. We can give this one to Mary and just hang back. That's good. You know what? I'll take all volunteers to read the news if you want to do it. No, no. I'm, I'm just saying from from what you read and what I'm reading uh, from from the I'd source. No, yeah. no, no, no. It's a lot of people don't that they'll say Tolkien. Um, but uh, uh, American, you just say Tolkien. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> so, that may sound familiar because Amazon's upcoming Lord of the Rings TV series, which is also said to be set in Middle Earth, before uh, J.R.R. Tolkien main <laughs> series, <laughs> according to Amazon, the show and the game are being developed separately <laughs> on unrelated projects. So between Amazon and Layu, there's a considerable amount uh, of previous MMO experience, which I have to question because what MMOs has Amazon released previously? Um, Layu owns Warframe and the developer Digital Extremes and Amazon Game Studios is in deep development process of their first MMO, New World. So it's an odd trade of compliments there to say that everyone has experiences. Trade po- posts the actually meme and the podcast channel. So it'll be interesting. Obviously, you know the game is going to be full of like what we just spoke about, like one quick one-click purchases of things you'd be like <laughs> fighting a troll and then here's a deal on a toaster oh my god <laughs> oh, yeah i'm just I, I would like to see them finish their new world and make it something that is actually good before they start taking lord of the rings but yeah, but, i mean it's free to play just don't get your hopes up it, if, if just... oh i missed the part <laughs> well, about it free to play i mean um, okay yeah so i mean yeah. out there um it might, it might be good, and it's actually yeah. a good marketing strategy because if they're going to come out with a TV series and they have a phone game to go along with it because it'll be, like, bumping up the popularity again. Terra was a good free MMO, free-to-play. What? Terra? Let's <laughs> go. Yeah, okay. Elder Scrolls Online? That's free-to-play. <laughs> <laughs> On to other news. <laughs> Jeez, I didn't know I drunk so many people on this podcast. <laughs> Actually. Triggering shit posting. Yes, yes. Uh, COD Modern Warfare multiplayer reveal. There will be one August 1st. Um, you, for the first time, fans will be able to get a chance to watch the core multiplayer playlist in action. Activision and Infinity Ward recently revealed the first gameplay of the new game mode coming to Call of Duty Modern Warfare called Gunfight, which yes. is, of course, suited for players on a tight schedule to be able to get gameplay in uh, quick. However, it's completely separate from the main multiplayer playlist, as are most Call of Duty titles. There would be um, a different playlist for multiplayer where gunfight shows uh, interface very similar with fast what did i screw up in my note reading here gunfight shows a very familiar user interface as well as fast and fluid gameplay fans come to expect in the series also cool surprises like execution animations which is a total ripoff of apex (laughs) infinity ward said Mm -hmm. the past call of duty modern warfare will increase the player count 
to 20 player matches so cliff notes version look out for august 1st for the multiplayer gameplay reveal i wonder if that player match count did, did modern warfare have they had ground war in modern warfare right but that was 18 so normally it's 12 at ground war you had 18 so now i wonder if ground war is 20 or if the general lobby is 20 so i guess we'll have to find oh. out so that just means that you get to complain more about lag because there's 20 people in there instead of 12 <laughs> or 18. <laughs> but <clears throat> we'll see. We'll see. Don't how worry. We're putting everything on the cloud. It'll be fine. Yes. <laughs> Download more RAM and it'll run fluid. That's right. We'll, we'll push 8K textures to the cloud with cloud processing and uh, cloud, cloud cake. And, <laughs> and you'll have 14, 14 cloud, second ping. Cloud. Yeah. <laughs> Just, just watch Linus Tech Tips. He'll tell you all about it. You know, it just happens to be the same thing he's sponsored by, but that <laughs> doesn't mean anything at all. It's completely unbiased. <laughs> <laughs> just because they pay me doesn't mean I'm going to lie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, me? Lie? Let's get the PC nerds. Something to talk about. New Ryzen. Hitting the news fronts with their 3900 and 3700 series processors. This is last Sunday, they announced availability for the third gen Ryzen desktop CPU with its APU integrated graphics. True to AMD's form, multi year T started all the way back to initial hints and increased capability of new Zen 2 architecture and the 7 nanometer uh, process die, new chipset package. Uh, with availability comes product reviews. While the consumer channel market me, uh, doesn't mean everything, but it also matters of showing the providing an indicator in how AMD laptop chips uh, and how AMD's Rome servers will perform. Now, I can tell you, in the server world, AMD was dead for a long time. But after seeing some of the benchmarks and reviews that I've seen so far from the engineering samples of this desktop processor, if the server side is anything like it, I think they may turn the industry uh, on its ear again. So um, AMD announced six voltage and frequency unclocked desktop processors, which span up to 16 cores, uh, spanning 16 cores to 6, 32, and 12 threads from uh, 4.2 to 4.7 gigahertz boost. And on cache die, or on CPU cache uh, up to 72 uh, megabyte, which is huge. Um, the benchmarks that I read and saw, and again, these are engineering samples at the time, obviously multi-thread, this new processor is killing AMD, especially in performance per dollar. But this demographic here is mostly gaming. So uh, I only saw one review at the time with actual gaming benchmarks. And I'll have to say that it still takes a backseat to Intel. So if you need a processor to render graphics, um, encode video, audio, basically applications that can actually use and take advantage of multiple threads, this AMD processor kills it. If you're rendering videos for YouTube or whatever, or you know, you're rendering 3D graphics of any sort, 
these processors are stomping all over Intel, especially for the price. You're paying half as much and getting like 30 up to 50% boosts versus the latest Intel processors that are out today. But again, in single thread, it, it's not as much. <clears throat> so the real question comes, in the benchmarks I saw, there was probably, so let's take, for example, these are numbers I'm just throwing up generally, like the Tomb Raider game was around 170 frames for the Intel processor, and they were hitting like 140 with the AMD. The, now the difference is, obviously, you know, one's better than the other, but the difference is you're paying half as much for the AMD as you are the Intel in that case. So it, it really almost opens up a new niche in the market of where this processor falls. It obviously is going to crush like the workspace type loads uh, and Intel will probably lose that market share, but will it draw in the gaming demographic just for sheer uh, performance per dollar? It's not the best, but it's very good per dollar. People looking for a, make a new build would go like, well, maybe I'll just go with that for now. It's worth it. <clears throat> getting with the new AMD chipset is PCI Express 4.0. But then Intel, I didn't write this in the notes, but I just read that Intel, of course, is coming on with their, I basically their 10 series CPUs, but I don't think PCI 4 is on those. So definitely, you know, my rig's four years old. I am actually was thinking of leaning toward AMD. I mean, if I want a, a rig to uh, render videos and process this audio in this podcast <laughs> Look for those get get meals. <laughs> what'd you say nuke you gotta get a new pc yep it's fact gotta get a new pc yep yep <clears throat> so our last shit posting topic which is the one that trey's been drooling over talking oh god I get, it is uh, bath water <laughs> so if you haven't heard the news which you're probably living under a mushroom if you haven't yet. Bella Kirshner is a streamer and cosplayer who decided that she needed more internet infamy uh, and decided that she would sell her bat dirty bathwater, I might add, <laughs> to, to, to cause uh, internet buzz. And it has. And then even more recently... Uh, a streamer. I'm just going to call him John. I'm not even going to give his real name because he doesn't deserve <laughs> the looks Ugh. and the views. <clears throat> this guy is low-key, too, by the way, to make this news article. I looked him up, and his stream numbers, for the from what I'm about to tell you, the events that happened, he only pulled like 60 views. <laughs> <laughs> so I was surprised that anyone even wrote an article about it. But So this guy... Uh, it was famously, oh, I'm sorry, I've missed the, the line. Blah, 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 blah. So, fix it in post. Yes, I'll <laughs> we'll do it live. <laughs> so, he set the stage on a recent stream by drinking of her bath water. Uh, I'm oh. So, uh, the, the, the Bella is also known as Bella Daphne, and and Daphne had millions of fans across the net who are come from her NSFW cosplays, of course, and an online personality. Um, decided to have fun and create a Pornhub account with clickbait videos for it, and that's what stemmed this whole bathwater thing. So, in another meme-fueled venture, uh, 
Delphine started packing and distributing her bathwater, which apparently was met with surprise of surprisingly large demand. Mobile buyers are told explicitly not to drink the product, of course, so Jackass has to go ahead and do it. <laughs> Obviously. So this guy drinks her bathwater on stream. And then he goes through the total thirsty boy process of putting it in a holy grail and making a big deal about it. And the part that I had to cringe the most when I read this, and I think even Trey yep. lurched a little bit <laughs> when he read it. It says, it says, going the extra mile for a, spi- for a spicy meme, which doesn't even make sense. John upped the ante by filling his holy chalice with Daphne's bathwater to give it a good chug, but not before noticing the floaties suspended in the liquid. Oh, <laughs> God. My gosh. My floaty bits. <clears throat> my, oh, are, I'm not even going to. berries, y'all. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm just. Oh. Lose around the bath water in his mouth, the streamer took his time getting down all the flavor notes before throwing it down the chute. Hmm, surprising aftertaste, quoted John. Surprising? <laughs> it it has a little spice to aftertaste. it. Like, but this, wow. very nice. this was worth it. I think this was worth it. Wow, thank you so much, Bella. <laughs> 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 oh, the Enjoy the hepatitis. Yes, exactly. You took my last line out of the article, Mary. Oh, I was, was going to end with that. I was going to end with that. Did you read it? I was going to. I was going to say. By the way, John pulled a meager sixty viewers with this stunt. I hope it was worth it. You're going to get tested for Hep C now, John. <laughs> <laughs> I think that there was something in the notes too that he paid like a hundred bucks to get it like yes so he needed it so he hyped it on the stream he needed it for that stream on that particular day and he allegedly spent a hundred dollars in shipping which i don't even know how that's possible because you can next day air anything from coast to coast in this country for less than a hundred dollars well that's what i was wondering like was it was it shipped over like like from england or something like like across the pond Um, i I don't know which makes it even more disgusting states I, you know, what? I'm just going to assume that he's bullshitting it just like he's bullshitting yeah. the whole thing because he, he's like, oh, this got attention. Now I'm going to get attention by streaming myself drinking it. I'm like, it's just gross. People, oh, we need a new plague. Please write the play. Yeah, I would hope that that would start it. It's going to start it. Can you imagine? Oh, Shit, oh, be if, like. If, if Tide Pods didn't Darwin half of a population, I don't know what will. Come I on. know. What? Ugh, this well, hopefully, off, hopefully. Off, hopefully off. Hopefully the uh, raid on Area 51 clears out a lot. <laughs> They're all going to Naruto run into it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. This, this, yes. this people. People. Ugh. Yeah, when I thought it was dying down, then I saw this article, and I'm like, no. No. I mean, I knew there somebody like in their basement would be doing this, but for someone to do it on live stream – and to get away with it, I'm surprised they allow it actually, and they don't like classify it under. Uh, they have, the Twitch has some verbiage for, um, like stunts, people hurting themselves, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, self-harm type of stuff. Yeah, yeah, really. I don't know. This is gross. I mean, it's kind of like you might say in the gray water area. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice one. I don't have a badun dun ching sound effect. Where's the, the vomit sound effect? That's what I need. <laughs> Dry heaving. <laughs> I had to take it. 
<laughs> On that note. <laughs> there we go. I'm going to add that to my favorites. We're going to need that in the future. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't stop. Oh, shit. <laughs> Poopy. And promptly after drinking the water, this sound, this was heard. <laughs> oh my gosh. Peep dog. Oh, gross. Disgusting. Repulsive. Yes. Ew. It's becoming streaming is becoming like the next real world in terms of people trying to do the next <laughs> It just gets pushed further and further and further mm-hmm. and the more the Twitch more the Twitch just encourages the IRL bullshit and mm-hmm. the further they get away from I mean they allow more shit than gaming now and that's just what it's going to turn into I mean the same thing over in like the YouTube personalities doing some really shitty thing just to get the views and it's just chatting got 65.6 million views in the month of june or month of may yeah i mean like that's the third most popular content on twitch because i mean i think honestly what i think it is is that there's some kind of metric for increased number of views that they're going to sell to advertisers or whatever and yeah while video games do most of their views I mean, how many new gamers are, are going there that, hey, I've never heard of Twitch. You know, oh, I've, I mean, never, I've never yeah. gone there. But the people, the people who are now going there are the people who are just fucking thirsty jackasses who are coming straight from Pornhub who don't play video games. But, hey, they want to watch some chick, and they can, they can type with her right there, and they don't have to go to Chatterbait to do it. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, it's it's the business model. It's, they're going to be four yeah. quadrant. There's they're going to compete with with Instagram Live. Like, yep, it, it's the way it is. <sighs> Gross. Ah. I mean, yeah. as a business, as a business, if I was them, I would be doing the yeah, same I mean, thing. I'd be doing yeah. worse shit. <laughs> Just be the shock and awe. I would. I'd be doing. I'd I'd let anything go. So please here. don't. <laughs> so Trey. You're the analytical mind of the over thirty clan. Yeah, one of two. <laughs> <laughs> what What is the probability of Twitch having an NSFW or eighteen plus uh, subscription model? Now, um, because of the Amazon stuff, um, it's I would say very low. What's what you're what you're going to see is um, other people find ways to uh, get into that space. So right now, like. With Twitter and Instagram sort of like, you know, trying to move away from co- controversy and, and banning not just political stuff, but like NSFW stuff too, Snapchat has come to the forefront with premium options for adult entertainers. Oh and boy. that's where, um, that, that's what's, you know, correcting the market inefficiency. So I don't think you're going to see it from Twitch, but Snapchat. <laughs> and don't ask me how I know that. We're just going to call it free <laughs> insight. <laughs> I don't know. It wouldn't. It wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me if they did because I mean, let's let's. Amazon sells fucking 
every dildo under the sun. So, I mean, it's not like they're not doing the adult content. If it does, you you won't see it marketed in the same, in the same place that Twitch is because Twitch has its roots in gaming, which is still too close to kids. I think it would be Um, like a subsidiary or something like that. that They would be able to alter it. Would it be be Twitch? (laughs) Oh, wow, Mary. (laughs) You were ahead. You were ahead with the gray water. I'm going to trademark that right away. But no, I I I think um, there's there's too much because there's so much going on with like that cam stuff and what what's happening with with adult entertainers is that they are create in the same way that we see with YouTubers and Twitch people, everyone's creating their own content to get studios and production companies out of the forefront since everything's amateur now anyway. So Mm -hmm. there are places for that to to, where it's growing. Things like Snapchat, OnlyFans, that sort of stuff. And Pornhub streams. Yeah, Pornhub, but they they they're too tied to the actual with production studios. To like, they have a, a strong affiliate there too. But yeah, there's there's too much money that they're also doing to have the content that they already have. So um, with people going to sites like Premium Snapchat and OnlyFans, like they're able to produce their own stuff and rake in a much larger percentage of the profit. And I don't know how our podcast turned into um, <laughs> a dissertation on the adult well, industry, but I can go all day. Gaming is slow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we talk about our, our things we like the most. <laughs> Prawn and gaming. And hey, you throw in, you throw in some uh, you know, economic analysis, and I'm in heaven. So. <laughs> <laughs> Porn and economics? Yes. <laughs> oh. Oh. This is trying to force for me right now. Game <laughs> and economics. Oh, oh gosh. <laughs> I hope my bosses don't hear this. Anyway. <laughs> marketing, marketing, porn, and gaming. Oh, yes. Dude, we could make a killing. <laughs> That's a market inefficiency. There's a huge one there that no one's exploited yet. Oh, shit. I think, didn't they, don't, aren't they trying that, or haven't they been trying that in Japan? Yeah, that's, but it hasn't come west. And there's a huge, like, with the, with, with the number of subscribers to, like, Rule 34 subs on Reddit, there is a huge market for it. Oh, God, yeah. Huge. Yep. Well, did we have any roundtable shitposting? Hadn't this whole thing been a roundtable shitpost? <laughs> <laughs> this official wrap-up roundtable shitpost. <laughs> uh, I think we're good. I think we covered like quite a lot of ground in what I thought was going to be a very uh, slow podcast. So yeah, we did pretty good. We did pretty good. Yeah. No roundtable then. No, no, I'm aware. Are we going to entertain the karaoke thought the next uh, podcast? And if I can find a way to get discord latency out of the equation then uh we may have something but i gotta figure that out still yep um hmm trey gets a boy band moment it's a trey jokingly said that we should do karaoke and then i found a place which there are many actually where online karaoke where it's just like if you're at a bar, instead of flipping through a book, they have a whole catalog of songs, and then they just play it through the web browser. You don't have to install anything, and then you just sing karaoke that way. I believe in that post that you put up, like, I've, I've discovered that my father already had that app for like a week now. 
and oh, shit. I hadn't told anyone. <laughs> and like all my all my other friends are already like planning it for like a housewarming party for next week. Like, it, oh my god, like, the, Instagram, <laughs> Instagram Prime or whatever. <laughs> no, 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 the uh, Kara Fun. Oh, okay. No, no, my, my my father doesn't have the app for the for the OnlyFans and the setup. Look forward to that. <laughs> that over thirty clean event. <laughs> yeah, that would be. You know, will be in there. <laughs> yes, you, you are oh, my sunshine. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I should have had it queued up. I should have. My sunshine. You know, what, it might be a fun clan event. Given like back when the music channel was new, we had a lot of people in there just sort of listening to music together. Mm-hmm. So this could be fun. Let me let me explore some ways to see how it would work with Discord because the sound difference might get really bad, but um. We'll see. Yeah. Well, okay. what we can do is we just set you, whoever is going to sing up with a similar setup that I have, where all of your sounds are integrated into Discord, and we can hear what's happening on your PC. Oh, oh my God, dude! No, that 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 is a technique. Are you serious? <laughs> have you ever read the tech channels before? <laughs> but you know, you want to do that and make it a clan event. You want to explain it to everyone who's going to no, no, pop no, in not last for the second. Clan event, not for okay. the clan. This okay. Is you tell me you telling me that stuff is bad enough isn't it yeah you got it right for like one podcast and then it was nothing but a hassle from there on after yes and i deleted all that shit <laughs> i even gave like, you this this is terrible man she's with it Oh, I'm desperately trying to find my. I can never remember where I put my folder for the black mailbox. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Okay, we got it. You are my sunshine. <laughs> sunshine. <laughs> oh, anyway. <laughs> that needs to be a retail. Absolutely. I will sell that for a dollar. I know where I can post it online, Trey. Did I? Did I? I can't remember. Did I play the um, uh, Ashman stories of uh, Johan Hagadas? Yes. Uh, yes. Okay, okay, I did. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. No, I did. I guess I remember. I, I promised that. And I want to make sure I delivered. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, we'll just wrap it up with that then, and um, I'll be better prepared for more black box, black mailbox. <laughs> All this talk about porn. I mean, uh, <laughs> black, black box, black box. <laughs> just thirsty for that bathwater. <laughs> Good. All right. Well, we'll wrap it up there because after editing, we should be right in on an hour. So I appreciate all of you guys for tuning in and my hosts. I've been Black Death. And of course, with me has been Nuclear Coog, Trey, and Nubs. And this is 30 and 60 or 30 Clan Podcast. We'll see you guys next time. See y'all. Yong out. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Yeah. Battle crew, yeah. Call
shit!